0: Salute nation. It's December nineteenth, two thousand and twenty-two, one fifty-seven a.m. on the East Coast, and it's currently twenty-seven degrees out here today in New York. Episode thirty-one. So, episode thirty, I talked about how the family was getting together for the early Christmas Eve party, and how the emotion will be because of the deaths of family members in this year alone um, and that that the mindset will be yeah this is fun but we're still in the back of our minds thinking about our loved ones of course you know that, that I mean that and that happened but it was such a great time spending with family um, not just the media family I, I see them pretty much a lot anyways But I'm talking about your cousins and aunts and you know and uncles and cousins and you know so on. And it was a great time. Play games. Um, There was this one game that we played. It was sort of like a sort of like musical chairs without the music or without the chairs. I know, confusing, right? Well, what it was is you have deck of cards. Right. These there were big cards so people could see and the other deck of cards were small where, you know, you pick two cards or get handed two cards, I should say. And there was three presents. So whatever, it's pretty much like bingo, I should say. Bingo. And whoever has and this is where the resemblance of. Of um, the musical chairs part came in is whoever had the presence in the end. Because you could take from someone. So who, if your card comes up, right? Say I have an ace of spades and the card was uh, 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 that was called up was an ace of spades, you have you, you can come up and get one of the presents. So there was three. So, you know, you go back forward and you have two. Two chances. And when your cards are out, you're out of the game. So I, I got out early, you know, having fun taking other people's presents. They were taking mine and stuff like that. There was three of presents, like I said. So that's that, that, that game was just fantastic. Um, and, you know, the prizes were, I believe one was a slow cooker, which what was funny is my, I believe he's 12 years old, my little cousin, 12 or, yeah, 12, I believe. He got a, a a mini uh a mini um uh, uh, the slow cooker. So I told him, listen. He was like, I don't know what I'm gonna do with this. I was like, wrap it up and give it to your mom. And he was like, Yo, that's a great idea. So and then another one was I think it was a hundred dollar bill. I believe so. And I forgot the other one. I didn't see the other one. And it was fun. It was so fun. And people were like, why isn't my card being called? I'm like, you don't get this game yet? You want to still remain in the game until the very little, because whenever the last card is announced. You know what I mean? It wasn't like a full stack of cards of being called. You know what I mean? It wasn't like a 52-card gar- game. Um, I, I, I didn't count how many cards they were, but it was enough for all of us to play. and. You know, cards. You know, there was like maybe at total. I want to say maybe seven cards that nobody came up for at total. So, but it was so much fun, and you know what? I I would love to play that game again. I would. It's like. You know, like, summer times when we all get together, we play cornhole and stuff like that, which is fun. Um, besides, you know, flag football or, you know, because some of us are too old to tackle someone. I, I am. I don't even want to play tackle anymore. I can't. My body is too broken for that shit. And plus, I'm going to be 50 years old. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, unless you want me to be all-time quarterback. And then there's horse or, you know, softball, baseball, whatever. Those are summertime games. But in the wintertime, you know, especially in the holiday, it fit, it fit the season, right? Great game. Um, yeah, I, I, we had so much fun in the food. We had uh, uh, mac and cheese, uh, green salad, uh, salt potatoes. And then there was this uh roast beef that you put on buns, and then you put this some liquidy brown liquid or what I can't remember what you call it. It was good. Um, I guess the the roast beef is supposed to be chilled. It's not supposed to be hot coming out and putting on your sandwich, which I never knew because so when I bit into it, it was like, what the fuck did I do? (laughs) But it was good. It was good. I forgot what they call it. Um, But that was good. It was pretty good. And then, of course, you know, you had your cookies. And, and one of my aunts made this chocolate with marshmallow. I didn't bite into it because it was rich. And, you know, people around me who said it was rich. And I was like, yeah, no, I, I'm not good with rich chocolate. Um, just too much sugar. You know, I would fucking be in a the- fucking high on cocaine like and I'd never done cocaine but just I'd be like woohoo I'm the wreck Con Julio <laughs> you know type of situation so yeah it was. it was just it was a lot of fun I had a lot of fun the family had a lot of fun and regardless we all knew that this was the first time without some of our loved ones there so yeah, so also let's see what besides the Raider game, which was a beautiful game today or yesterday. I'm gonna say beautiful a lot because this was, you know, Saturday and Sunday was beautiful days. I mean, yeah, one of my teams lost the Bulls. I'll get to that in a little bit during the sports side of it all. Just like how I'll talk. You know, but more so about the Raiders, you know, the stats, the team stats, the player stats when it's time. Yankee News, um, Notre Dame News, Hoyas. You know, that would be down in you know the during the sports side of it of this um of this podcast. But yeah, I was on the... You know, episode 30th, I talked about how I was on Dirty's live. And then yesterday after the game, <laughs> I was on Eric's SC Experience. So that's two lives I've done since I've been back from my hiatus of, of lives. And yes, that I, I will be doing more lives. I may do more this week. Um, definitely going to be more in the upcoming year how I still may even decide to just do a live on my YouTube show or on my YouTube channel, which I already wrote on there that if I do lives this, you know, it'll be, I will. And it will be about, you know, same how I do here, audio podcasting, just like I've been doing the last two lives I've done, I've been cam down and people who want to be cam up more power to you. If you don't want to, that's fine. So, yeah, so that was fun. I have fun. I enjoy it in the purpose of entertaining, which I think people got to keep being reminded that, listen, all the content creators out there in the world, regardless, whatever podcast you're listening to, regardless, there may be educational, sure, but it's entertainment as well, right? Who who listens to somebody or watches somebody because it's boring? Unless you're on there to heckle or troll, which is, you know, sometimes fun as well. You know what I mean? But you've got to stop being idiots about it. You know, some people have so much hatred inside them that that they're constantly saying somebody's name and they're just like, it's like, oh, whatever. After a while, you know what I mean? It just, it's just like, oh. Whatever. Yes, I'm. I'm t- picking on you know the Carbashians right now with that. with that. With that part. He threw a pick six. He also threw three touchdowns. But he. But but he threw a pick six. But he threw three touchdowns. car well, cars gotta go. Okay. Okay, you know what I mean? (laughs) Okay. He's been here nine years. Yeah. We haven't won shit. We haven't won shit. If you're counting a Super Bowl or even a playoff victory, we haven't won a last time we won a playoff victory was in 2002 when we went to the Super Bowl and got our asses kicked. Since then, we've been in only two playoff games. Derek Carr only played in one of those because the other time in 2016, he was hurt. Carr needs to win a playoff game. Okay. He only had one shot. What's taking him so long? Look at his win-loss record. Wins and loss record does not matter in the quarterback stat. Regardless of which game it has to say, Hey, let me tell you something about Rich Gannon. And I like Rich Gannon. But guess what? He choked in the Super Bowl. But he was facing his former coach who created this offense. But he still choked. Right? If we're we're basing this slowly, solely on Super Bowl wins, he hasn't had any. He was a career backup before he got to the Raiders. Sure, he got an MVP. He better with the guys that he had around him. And give me Tim Brown. Give me Jerry Rice. Give me Jerry Porter. Give me one of the best offensive lines in these sports or in the game. Give me a good defense like he has. I can get you an MVP as well. Wins and losses do not matter. And here's why. Why I say that. Who won the game today for the Raiders? I know this would have been. I was gonna save this during a Raider talk, but who won the game for us? Granted, we had to tie it up to get the win. It was a fumble by the defense for the defense, right? Defense won it. Car didn't take the loss, right? He won it. He still was on the winning team. But his that record of the win will still be on his record of wins. Which proves the point that you need to win as a team. And you lose as a team. So while he has in your guys' feeble minds, while he has that terrible win-loss record, it was the team that has the win-loss record. You're welcome. Now, I have no problem. I'm not married to Derek Carr. I support him because he's a Raider. Like I stated in Eric's Live, once you are a Raider and you play on the Raiders and currently play on, I will support you. I will root for you. And when you're no longer playing on this team, I will still root for you. But if you're currently playing for somebody else, I don't support you. I don't support Cleo Mack. I call him a fucking traitor. Come at me. but but John Cruden got rid of him. Do you guys remember why? You remember the policies that was established? by our very first GM under the watchful eye of the new owner for technical reason. Remember? Remember his policy? We do not negotiate with anybody that isn't in camp. Those were the words of that GM. that was also practiced and and highly accepted by John Gruden. We do not negotiate with anybody that isn't in camp. But why did Derek Carr get his extension during that year? Derek Carr was at camp. But why didn't he get rid of Cooper? Perhaps if Cooper can fucking catch a ball. I mean, after all, Dales Cowboys got rid of him. (laughs) Now, am I saying that Cleo Mack or Cooper are not good talent. Of course they are. They're in the NFL. But what do you want John Gruden to do? Well, listen, guys, we have this policy that if you, you know, we won't negotiate with you unless you're at camp. But but because it's Khalil Mack, you know what I mean? God, shit. We got to break a rule. That's not what leaders do. You don't say, well, th- what's good for you is not good for everyone else. That was the reason why we got rid of Khalil Mack. Is because of that rule. Which I supported. I thought that was smart. And I guarantee you, even if Carr would have done that, Carr wouldn't have. Because there's a two different type of people. Carr is a team first player. Mac is himself first player. Which there's nothing wrong with either or. There's nothing wrong with either. or. I guarantee you, if, if 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 Mac was at camp, he would have gotten his deal. Yep, that because that's what Reggie said. I'm only going on based on their word. If Reggie said it, then you have to you have to believe it, even though you may feel it's not true. But then that comes to your opinion, and your opinion does not trumps Reggie McKenzie's opinion. It doesn't. Because he was the GM and you're not. You're just a fan like me. But because he said it, and that was part of the, we're going to change the way it was. That's why. So anyways, I wasn't going to get into the whole <laughs> Raider topic to the end, but I that, that's something I wanted to get out and you know, early. So yeah, so, you know, recapping of this, the family re, family get together for Christmas was great. It was a beautiful day. The Raider victory, beautiful day for today, or yesterday, I should say. Being on live afterwards felt good again, just like how it was in my first time back on Dirties. Support everyone. Support everyone. Now, let me rephrase that. Don't support anyone that doesn't want to support you. That might be a good New Year's resolution. Don't support anyone that doesn't support you. Who doesn't take the time to listen to what you have to say or care what you have to say. Don't waste your time. That's how I've been doing it. you don't support me, I don't support you. Those are the sites that I'm on. Checking out their lives and listening in. I support you. Do I know that you're some of you are supporting me? I don't know. I mean, you're treating me with respect regardless of, you know, if you, you know. So I'm taking that as, yeah. Then there are some of you who, it's hard to watch all the time. But I do watch your replays. And there's are some I unsubscribe. And I already gave the reason to the why. And the why is because you believe in tanking. And I don't. So... I want to get into the update part of the POD business. I got a list. I'm coming down to the names that I want to, to use, which obviously I have to pick one for now. Still undecided if I want to do a DBA or go to my name. So everything sounds good. Or or go to the LLC type. But it's coming closer. For me to decide. Of course. You still got to get a business license. Or look more into that I should say. When will it be? Sometime in 2023. Sometime in January. Um, Places. um, Bonfire. And Shopify. And maybe some others. Eventually, I will make a website that will have that as well, or a landing page. I might not go a full fledged website, but a landing page, like a or maybe even a blog page and or blog setup that has the you know, the links, too. So I want to talk about some news. Twitter will now ban accounts promoting other social networks. I don't know how true that is. I don't really use Twitter. I I just don't. I don't use Twitter. So I don't know if it's true. That's what I got from from a, a techie site. They're pretty honest and been very factual, so I, I take it to as it is. Now I want to talk about something else. Now my opinion about that with the tick with Twitter. Listen, it's like businesses, right? Now I don't know. I've seen Facebook where I promote YouTube and I promote, you know, my Instagram and it's fine. I don't, nothing happens. I don't use Twitter. So I don't know, but if Twitter does, Hey, I get it. You are social media. You're competing with Facebook and other social medias. Why would you want, you know what I mean? Like when I worked at Lowe's, we didn't advertise and talk about, you know, um, our our chief competition which is home Depot we just didn't and vice versa now I did say if you didn't like something go go shop at home Depot <laughs> what do you want me to do <laughs> you know I can't demand the corporate to do something that is not in my you know I have no control over so yeah so I, I get why Twitter would do that if the, if that is true so, another news, TikTok, right? TikTok is restrictions are coming, is the headline for that. Now, according to an article on the USA Today, the tech side of it, by Marina Pitofosky, Pitofsky, P I T O F S K Y, first published on December 16th and updated December 17th. And it reads, bans and restrictions on the popular social media app, TikTok, are spreading at the state and federal levels, with some lawmakers seeking to block TikTok in the U.S. The U.S. Senate this week approved legislation to ban the use of video platform On government devices. Some state lawmakers have blocked TikTok on state devices. Now, here's why. Critics of TikTok fear that the Chinese government could gain access to information through the app or use it to spread the misinformation or a misinformation. Now, TikTok is owned. By Bite Dance, which is a company from China. <sighs> Listen, I, I do love America. I love the chances that people do have to succeed here in America. But governmentally, what they fear is what they do. What they fear is what they also do. They, too, rely on an entity known as media to spread misinformation or keep people at bay. Now, them fearing of China to use this can go two ways. Right? Are they afraid that China will spill the means about the US government? Maybe. If you don't already know, if you think our government are saints, you might be been you've been living in the bubble. They're not. Nobody in the suits are innocent. They got to that position. For a reason. That just politics. The other reason is could be because they're gonna tell lies about the US, which isn't true because there are some shit on in America soil that just isn't true. At least I feel that there isn't true. But that's more opinion-based. So, yeah, so, I mean, I get it. State-wise, listen, you really, you can't really dictate to the American people, you can't use TikTok. You can't. Now, if you worry about sp- spreading false information side of it, well, what about Facebook? Hmm? What about YouTube? Where does that stop? You're going to go after TikTok maybe because it's, I don't know, based out of China? Could that be? Maybe because, you know, your disagreement with China, the, the wars of uh, technology and who's going to be the top dog, U.S. or China yeah hey, you know, i mean there might be something more to it we'll see now i don't use tiktok i i don't care for it so my, here's the thing with the state level and as such if you're afraid of it to leak information just turn your phones off why are you looking at tiktok anyways and using it okay so i'm going to End this first part. Come back with some sports. So I'll be back soon. Do not end this. All right. I'm going to hit you with some transition though. See you soon. I'm back. Miss me? No? Okay. I I didn't think so. That's fine. that transition was called the Slider. Kind of interesting. I like that one. So far, the transition I've used, I've, I've, I've liked. Anyways, sports side of it all. I'm going to start out with some college basketball. Left off with my team. Yeah, they <laughs> – uh, losing your first game in the Big East just sucks. And being 5-7 and seven sucks. It's not as bad. You know what I mean, it's a long season still. So now the next game, the Hoyas will face the third rank, second rank, or third rank Yukon Huskies. Who are 12 and 0, 1 and 0 in the Big E's. Yeah, it's just it's I'm not looking forward to this game. I'm really not. I'm not looking forward to this game at all. I, it's 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 not like how it used to be with the Georgetown Hoyas. it, it really isn't. It just it just isn't the same as it used to be. They used to be a powerhouse team. They really were. And I know that was in the 80s. Really, they were legitimate good in the 90s. But they haven't been that good ever since. And their next game is December 20th, by the way. It's at 6.30 p.m. East Coast time. And it's at UConn. It's in, Cata- in Connecticut. UConn, by the way, holds a 29-19 overall record against the Hoyas. And they are 4-0, currently 4-0. Against the Hoyas. That means they are on a four game win streak. All blowouts by the way. It hasn't been close. These last four games. Last win by the Hoyas. Against UConn. Was. January 14th of 2017. Where the score was. 72-69. Georgetown's going to lose. Georgetown's going 0-2 to start this, this this Big East this new year with it. And we'll be 5-8. and eight. Yep. UConn will be going 13-0, 2-0 in the Big East. They're good. They're good. So now, since I'm doing college basketball, I don't want to talk some depression stuff right now. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Big East. It may not be the strongest conference like it used to be. I still love the Big East conference, but it just, I, I, I just, I miss the days where the Hoyas used to be good. I'll leave it as that. Next up, I want to stick with the college side and talks about some Irish. Yep. I'm not a fan of this portal thing. I'm just not. I really don't. I I get it. It's where you can get transfers and there's no penalty or whatever. I don't really understand the portal. I just know, you know, you can get transfers. That's all. Notre Dame has been uh, heavy this, especially on the special team side. So Notre Dame adds Ben Krim. He's from Penn. He's a punter. No, not Penn State. Pennsylvania Quakes Quakers. As well as Dyer's, added another from the portal kicker Spencer Strader. It's from USF. Um, yeah. So I mean, I, I mean, I, you need special teams. You need. I get it. I get. And we're supposed to have a good. We're we're supposed. We're, we're ranked pretty well right now with the commitments from getting top players. So we we've been pretty good. You know, this coming up season is going to be very good. It's going to be very, we got, I believe we got a good running back coming in the pipeline. You know, so, but it, it's, it's, it's hard. It is technically off season, bull season, I should say. And, you know, Georgetown hasn't played in a long time. And the next game will be December 30th. This is a reminder, it is December 30th. Where they play in the Cotton Bowl or Gator Bowl, forgive me, Gator Bowl. And it's against South Carolina. So, I mean, that game's coming up. You know, we're almost, you know, this is the last week before Christmas. And then it would be the following week where we, you know, talk about some Hoya or uh, Hoya. You notice that? I notice it. I'm sure you notice it. Every time I go from the transitioning from college basketball to the college football, I fuck Hoya name with the Irish. I I like put it together somehow, and I think, I, I don't know why. I just do. But anyways, yeah, the Irish. Next game is December 30th, and I will be talking about that. So now let's get to the pros. And I'm going to start off with the Bulls. Their last game <laughs> was today, or yesterday, the 18th. Ah, man, the Bulls. I don't know what the hell they're going to doing. Besides, their coach suck, but... But yeah, they they're on the four-game losing streak right now. They just lost yesterday to Minnesota at Minnesota by a score of one twenty-six to one fifty. They're now eleven and eighteen, and I'm gonna keep saying this: Donovan sucks as a head coach. Next game is December 20th where they go to Miami to face the Heat who are coming in at 16 and 15. See, I remember back in the day when the Bulls used to be fucking good. And I'm not even going to go talk about the Bull uh oh, Jordan era. I'm not. I mean, that was obviously the greatest time as a Bulls fan, you know, winning six world titles, two three-peats. Could have been more. If Jordan didn't retire the first time, then you know, decide hey, uh, maybe I'll just go play some ba- baseball. He, that was short lived, and then he came back and uh, for like 34, 44 games, including pl- playoffs and, and loss. And then that, that, that when he, his first back full year, the Bulls went on a fucking three P. Matter of fact, there were 72 and 10 in one of those y- th- years. I think it was this first year back after he retired. Um, and won a title. Of course, that record of 72-10 had been broken by the Golden State Warriors, who did not win the title. So, yeah, but they still broke the record. But, yeah, the, the Bulls are just not the same. I mean, when they, had, when they had Rose, and before Rose got injured, this team was good. It, it honestly I mean it was good it had the best record at a couple of seasons or one or at least one season they were the best team in in basketball at least on the east Coast our eastern uh conference side i, I just it just it's it, it sucks. granted we were in the playoffs you know I mean we've been in you know constant we you know I mean we haven't been shit team. You know, overall, I mean, we've had some success seasons, but it just uh, were minus the world title, but it, it just or NBA title. I don't want to say world, uh, but it just, it's, I don't know. I just, uh, it's just not the Bulls back in those t- times, even when they weren't winning titles. And I'm talking on the Rose side, the Rose, um, uh, jimmy butler and cats like that they never ever i don't recall losing 126 to 150 they were playing defense they had one of the top defenses in the league through that time of course we had a defensive minor coach but we never went through these type of games at least i memory i know during the jordan era no 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 at least again i can, can't recall but back in those days they played defense as well. Now it's just it's it's like in every sport. They don't want you to play defense. Everything is all geared up for offense to score because that's what sells. Instead of purity of the sport, which, you know, hey, honor the fucking defense too. Play fucking defense. That's not what that, you know, that's not what brings the fans because fans, oh, we want the score. I don't know why I keep doing that voice. But why are we, you know what I mean? It just, it's <laughs> you know, I said I wasn't going to fucking rant and it ends up doing some ranting so far, even on the other part, you know, the when it was the business and the news and I still had a rant and when I was talking about the Raiders, you know, and it wasn't even about the game. That's just the funny part about it. So I that's what I have to say all about the Bulls. And... God, I, I don't know. It's, it's sad. What is it with my basketball teams? Hoyas, Bulls. Hoyas used to be good in the 80s and maybe a little bit in the 90s. are irrelevant, but since then, yeah. Bulls, great in the 90s. Then they were on like a hiatus. <laughs> Of course they were trying to rebuild obviously. Then they got Rose and you know Hydrick and and, and 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 Jimmy Butler and, and 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 Noah and they were good. Better coaching. And now we get schmucks like fucking Donovan as a coach. Good college coach, but that's it. And I think we got a good team. DeRosa and cats like that. I, I mean, they're good. They're not bad. I just don't understand why. What is going? Granted, yes, it's a two-game season in basketball. It's a. There's not. I mean, there's there's a, still a long time to play. Yeah, but yeah. So now let's talk about some uh, Yankees. The news, I mean, there really hasn't been much play on the Yankees after Simon Rondon. They just really haven't made any play. But the Yankees are struggling to trade Donaldson and Hicks. Now, there is value for Donaldson. Even if we keep him, I'm okay with that. He's a gold glove winner, you know, or should have been a gold glove winner or arguably could have been a you know, go glove winner on the third base side. Offense, he struggled. He had few moments, sure. He was struggling hitting the fastball, but he's getting older. I mean, could it be that this is, you know, his the, the time that 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 he's going to be that type of hitter? I don't know. But the year before he was doing okay hitting fastballs. So I don't know. I, it could have been just being in a new environment, you know, that New York is a different type of atmosphere. It's not like Toronto, is not like Oakland it's not like uh, uh, where he was the year before Minnesota, it's not like playing there against New York, only ones that can rival that, I, I, Dodgers you know what I mean LA has that atmosphere Boston has that atmosphere, that's why many players that have played from Boston went on to play for the Yankees XL and vice versa there's been Yankee players that went over to Boston and did good too because they it's understandable you know what I mean Mets are now gonna face that they got an ownership now who's changing the way the Mets are gonna look at seasons coming up That's why they spend a lot they lose to Grum and they sigh Verlander. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean it's just like before that wasn't happening. So I mean it you know it it's that's that it's a different breed playing in New York it is. It's a different breed. You, you there's some great players who just are not going to play good in New York. Just because of the atmosphere. There's value like I said with Donaldson. There is no value in Hicks. So, of course, you're going to struggle getting rid of Hicks because who the fuck wants somebody who's not good anymore, who would not stay healthy? And when he is healthy, he just seems like he doesn't understand the game of baseball. So for me, if I was the owner and I have all this money and I know I do, I'm going to be like, all right, listen, I, I I can't trade you, but you ain't going to be on my team. So you might as well just pack it up. We'll pay you the rest. We'll buy your contract out. It's no big deal to us. We're rich. You'll be rich. you're rich too. But you're not good. So enjoy the rest of your time being as a player, or you know, you you, you played your last time. So yeah, that's what I get. It. Of course, they're they're looking to trade Torres. I'm fine with that too he hasn't been the same he hasn't been the same for the last two and a half years you know what i mean he just but again if they if they keep torres I, i'm not going to be like oh fuck you know what i mean yankees what they still need is bullpen i think it's depth that they need they definitely need a closer i don't know who their closer is going to be um, I'm not going to go over who I think they should sign because it just, uh, you know what I mean? I'll go over that maybe on a later day, maybe when it gets closer to, you know, in, maybe in January sometime. They need a left fielder. Yeah. Now, here's another thing that they could obviously go. They can go youth. I do think we have good quality young cats out there that are ready to, to come up. We saw a few of it. I mean, we've seen it, especially in the postseason, and they did pretty good. They feel, you know, I mean, it's it's not like they knocked the socks off, but they they look they look poised when they came in, so we, we could see that, and I'll be alright with that too. Regardless, we just it someone needs to step up, and we need to fill the team a lineup around Judge to to. So there'll be no excuse. That's why I'm going at. Because he's getting paid a lot of money. So the time has come. We're going to talk about Raiders. Yep. We're going to talk about the Raiders. First half. Raiders. Score 17 points. And held the Patriots to three points. And that's how it was in the third quarter, or in the halftime 17 to three. But second half, Patriots use a 10 point third quarter to make it a 13 17 game. And in the fourth quarter is when everything equaled the Raiders' year so far. A roller coaster, if you will. Patriots score 11 points to take the lead. However, the Raiders responded with a 13 points in the fourth to win it. Raiders uh, win it 38 to 24. Raiders now 6-8 with play hopes. Playoff hopes still alive. Patriots coming in. Obviously, well now, even with this win, Patriots are now 20 and 16 and 1 against the Raiders. But what made this win more special. Yeah, it's... (laughs) We stopped. We snapped (laughs) a six-game losing streak to the Patriots with this win. Let's go over some personal stats. Derek Carr, 20 for 38. Or 20 with 38 attempts or 20 attempts or 38 attempts, but a completed 20. 231 yards, three touchdowns, one interception, but it was a pitch which was a pick six. To, I got it seventeen ten. Raiders are still up. Keep that in mind. Um, he was sacked three times with a loss of twenty yards, forty seven point two QBR. Now, average is fifty. That's that's the average that you want your quarterback to be It's 50. That's the average. Uh, so he was below average in this game. He was. You know, he didn't have a good showing. He, he didn't. I, although three touchdowns is still good. But he also threw a pick six. 86.6 6 rating, which is not too bad overall. J.J., 22 carries, 93 yards, 4.2 average, no touchdowns. Longest was 18 yards. Let's go to the receiving side. This is interesting. Hollins and Adams led with four receptions. Keelan Cole, 50 yards. He was the leader with. Total yards for the Raiders, 50 yards, as well as the 25.0 average. Cole and Waller and Hollins. Yes, I said Waller. With a one touchdown each. So the three touchdowns were to Cole, Waller, and Hollins. Cole, speaking of, had the longest of 30 yards. And for the targets, Adams had nine targets. And he caught the ball four times. Let's go on the defensive side. Rookie linebacker Luke Masterson led with 11 total tackles. Perriman led with eight solos. We had no sacks. We didn't sack anybody. Masterson and Perriman led with one tackle for a loss. Well, they each had one. Amik led with three pass deflections. Mad Max led with three quarterback hits. Jones. Woo! I I love doing that woo part. I do. Game-winning touchdown. Fumble recovery. Kick return. Amir. Five returns. 111 yards. 22.2 average. Longest was 30 yards. Let's go on a kicking and punting side. Carlson. One for four. He was one for one, right? Yeah, he was one for one on field goals. Longest was 49 yards, three for three on extra points. So he had a total of six points, which is good. That's what you want. You don't want, you want the extra points. You want of extra points more than field goals and field goals attempts, of course. And he did good. That means the offense, you know, I mean, we got three touchdowns. Actually, we got four touchdowns, but because we won the game, and that we didn't get, we didn't need to go for an extra point, you know, to win the game. So, but that was on the defense. Cole was seven points, three hundred twenty-four yards, forty-six point three average, zero touchbacks, one inside the twenty, and longest was fifty yards. Let's go with some team stats. We'll start with the first downs and how they got it. Total first downs, Patriots had 19, we had 18. By passing, they had 6, we had 10. By rushing, they had 10, we had 6. By penalties, they had 3, we had 2. Third down efficiency, they were 2 for 13, we were 5 for 14. Fourth down efficiency, they had zero attempts. We were one for one. Total plays, 63 for them, 64 for us. Total yards, 318 for them, 308 for us. Total drives, 12 for them, 12 for us. Yards per play, 5.0 for them, 4.8 for us. Passing, they were one for 12, 112 for 13 for 31, which was 3.6 average. We were 211. 20, for, 20 and 38, 5.1 average. Rushing, 206 as a team for them. That's how much they rush for, 206 yards. 32 attempts, 6.4 average. We had 97 total yards as a team. 23 attempts, 4.2 average. Red zone, I like this number. 0 for 1 for them, 2 for 2 for us. Penalties, 6 for 30 yards for them, 13 for 90 yards for us. Turnovers, one apiece. Both were defensive touchdowns. They had the pick six. We had the ending. Fumble recovery by Jones. Time of possession. I don't want to hear anybody say, our defense was tired. No, they weren't. 26 minutes and 44 seconds for them. We had the ball for 33 minutes and 16 seconds. They weren't that tired, guys. I'm sorry to break it to you. Next game, the Raiders against the Steelers. Christmas Eve. For those that don't know what Christmas Eve is, that is December 24th. I'm sure everyone knew that. I don't know why I said it like that. 8.15 p.m. East Coast time. Raiders are 17-13 all time against the Squealers or Steelers, whatever you want to call them. We are on a two-game win streak against them. Yes, sir. Listen, this win felt good. There's no other way around it. I'm not gonna pick apart and say, you know, who's at fault because, listen, it's a win. End of the day, that's all it that matters. Win, because it is just win, baby. I don't care if it went to overtime or not. A win is a win. I don't care if it was 50. Why? Well, I do care if it was 59-49. But you know, I mean, I, it just I, six and eight right now feels better than five and I don't even want to say it <laughs> I just don't I don't want to say it listen I didn't watch all the game I I didn't I I did not watch the fumble I did not watch us win it I turned it off because I was just like I'm done and then I was writing in chat we're going five and twelve I'm glad they proved me wrong. I'm glad they bounced back and and won it. I, 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 I really am. I never want to lose. I never want my team to tank. I would never want and root for a tank. And I definitely, definitely would not be upset with a victory. Because at the end of the day, in any sport, winning is all that matters. winnings all it matters winning cures everything in sports so I'll, I mean you got to take what it is now we go to pittsburgh who are also the same record who also won I don't know if they get their young phenom, or I I don't know if you can really call him a young phenom, but, I mean, he's a young quarterback. He, He comes back, and they played better with him. Or will they, or will he not, and we face Tabiski? I don't know. Regardless, we have to win every game, too, just like them. I want another victory. That's the only game that we have to focus on is the Steelers. After the Steelers, then we focus on the next and then the next. Well, this ends episode 31. Episode 32 will be out before Christmas Eve. Sometime before Christmas Eve. Um guy deals to talk about it doesn't have to obviously could be about the preview for the Steelers maybe or other ways until then salute nation